is the problem. Anything like this could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. This is a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. What I say to them is none of your business. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I'm watching Morning Joe this morning, Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, because that's the We Hate Trump channel, and he hates Trump and wants a Democrat to win so that uh, Trump's not office. And Morning Joe said, our only hope is that not very many people were watching last night. Wow. He said, that's our only hope. It was a disaster. That's an interesting take. That's his take on it. Huh. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Today, everybody, is it Friday? We're under the tutelage of our general manager. I was tempted to say me, Joe Getty, is the general manager because uh, virtually all that I have predicted about the race is coming true, but that would be <laughs> self-aggrandizing. So instead of paid uh, Sean a small but considerable fee to just bring that up regularly throughout the show um, at appropriate moments. So instead, I will go with, as general manager, uh, Kamala Harris. Definite leap ahead last night in the chaos and carnage of the Democrat debate, Mark II. Yeah. Um, the thing that uh, has Joe Scarborough saying, and many people saying, oh my God, mm. that was a disaster. Although I don't, know, I don't know how you fix that disaster. Most people are going to change their positions. A party that's going to run on, there's no such thing as an illegal immigrant. And you get free health care, yes. it's not going to win the presidency. It oh. just isn't. I don't care who your opponent is. Morning, Jose, with a bit of realism there. Yeah. Yeah. Even Willie Geist. And what's Willie Geist do, Sean? Willie Geist, just smiling along. Uh, even <laughs> Willie Geist said, what's the point of having borders then? Yes. <laughs> On MSNBC, they're saying that. As I tweeted. <laughs> well, you, you totally decriminalize coming in illegally, and everybody gets free health care. So if you didn't watch the debate last night, we shouldn't assume everybody did. They did one of those, raise your hand if yep. you want to change crossing the border from being a crime to a misdemeanor. And everybody, everybody raised their or hand. A, it's like a, a, a jaywalking ticket. Yeah. It's just a civil thing. Yeah. In other words, you don't care about illegal immigration. And raise your hand if those illegal immigrants should get the government health care that you're uh, you're talking about. Up there. Right. Everybody raised their hand, right. which is just Unbelievable. And I mean, it's unbelievable. To a lot of people on the left, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I uh, I appreciate uh, early morning Jose bringing a little perspective as a lefty. I mean, he, he's, he's a former Republican. But um, because if you depended on the reaction in the hall last night, you would come away with the impression that those were universally agreed upon ideas. Uh, anybody to the left of uh, Adolf Hitler would agree that that's clearly a good idea. But no, that's outrageous. And the immigration one, I'm thinking it's like 80-20. And mm-hmm. then on the getting health care, I'm thinking it's more like 90-10. Could well be. 95-5 maybe. Even. Could well that's be. That's how close those two issues are. Yeah. Holy crap. 
Anyway, we got clips of the debate, and we'll be talking about that. I can't imagine how that's going to play out. Now, apparently Kamala Harris is doing interviews this morning saying, oh, no, 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 I thought the question was, would I be willing to give up my private health care? It's everybody would give up private health care? No, 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 I don't think that's a good idea. So she's doing the exact same thing she did the last time this subject came up. She tries to have it both ways. Right. She tries to answer the question both ways. So which one she is actually going to go with, I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, wow, that is something. We now go to Kamala Harris discussing uh, where we should go to lunch. All I know is that I'm tired of Americans who've only had breakfast and aren't even sure where the next meal of the day is going to come from. Oh, how do you feel about burgers? She's (laughs) angry about everything (laughs) all the time. Yeah, it comes off as strong. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We've got plenty of time to talk about all this, and uh, it's something. Um, there's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, man? Good. Uh, Michael. Um, you know, I'm always looking to save, and um, yesterday I mentioned I'm conserving uh, fuel, so I was trying to drive you know slower to conserve fuel so that I didn't have to spend as much money on gas. So now I'm conserving shampoo, so I'm just washing my hair with as little soap as possible, and that way I don't have to buy shampoo as often so I can get some more money there. There you so. go. I was hoping um, that maybe this bit would go for you, five days. Are so you I'd okay? Have a different, <laughs> no, I'd have a different product for five days. Unfortunately, it's already Friday, so this bit... Cutting, pretty, uh, it, it kind of died down on, on shampoo. Yeah, and then, you know, started the bit on Thursday. You're like the Democrats on stage. You're blaming other people for your life. It's the politics of envy. No, I would have had. A you're trying. You're trying to make people with lots of shampoo seem like bad people. No, the bit would have been I have a different product for all five days. No, 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 that, five shows again, starting on Thursday, I think was. Yeah, yeah that was where I went. Your wrong. time is up. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh well. There's your positive. time is up. Thank you. Thank you, Senator Michelangelo. <laughs> Thank you. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. I was thrilled to uh, see uh, uh, one of my favorite candidates on the stage last night, Mr. Andrew Yang, went sans necktie, which I was yes. a big fan of. <laughs> yes. Because hey, what's a, what, what do I got to pretend like? There's a really weak guy strangling me for you know like let me let me just unbutt it let me relax sure. i'm not gonna be talking much anyway so uh, yeah yeah let's 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 dial it back a little bit Noodle, remember mitt ran without a tie a lot not in the debates but a lot of appearances without ties that was, that was kind of a move in that direction right right you know it occurs to me and this is just the very beginning of the show but for folks listening uh joe biden I will rest upon my tweet of last night. Joe Biden has one foot in the grave. His candidacy, both feet up to the knees. You think? Oh, yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you, I think a lot of us came uh, came away Marianne Williamson fans. Oh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> was, she the, was she the stranger who wandered up on stage and somehow found herself behind a podium? She's at least a prime candidate for secretary of weird and off-putting. <laughs> oh, my God. So strange. Such a strange chick. Oh, my God. Oh, I'd hate to run into her at a party or something. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, oh no. So weird. Listen, I got to, um, I need to walk. I can't, I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Wow. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips who does our new Every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. i got to tell you, it's a major innovator's birthday today. Tesla, SpaceX, boring company, founder and CEO Elon Musk turns 48. Happy B-Day, Elon. I'm looking at one of your motor cars. One of your, well, it's got an electric motor, I guess. Right. Just keep going back and forth on it. Mm. I don't know. I've always wanted one, too. Yeah. i got old gas-powered cars, but they've been paid for for a long time. That's hard to give up. Right. I don't want to. 
Yeah. Elon's net worth, my friends, right around $20 billion. Yeah, so that's uh, right around. It's a little more than and I only got. 48. He's got a lot of yeah. uh, he's got a lot of uh, you know, uh, industries to interrupt to come in his Indeed. lifetime. Very Indeed. Nice. So, yeah. uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, June 28th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then. Let's begin shouting over each other, uh, precisely according to FCC rules and regs, which we'll ignore just like last night. At Mark. Part of Joe's generation. I'm all part of Joe's generation. Let me respond. The issue, if I may say, is not generational. Please, please. The issue is generational of this country. These issues are better. Senator Harris. Senator Harris. I'm so sorry. We will let all of you speak. Senator Harris. Senator Harris. Please. We will let you all speak. Senator Harris. That's incredible. I cut it off short. It kept going. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what happened? It was pretty obvious what happened. Everybody watched the debate the night before, saw de Blasio get in and thought, oh, okay, you can just jump in whenever you want. Yeah, if you're forceful enough and let, speak loudly enough, they'll let you finish. Yeah, so uh, everybody tried that and uh, you end up with that. Uh, listen, uh, call me a fascist, but if I'm in charge of the debate, I have the, the control board right in front of me with the mic levels and on-off switches. I'll give you five seconds over your time, then I hit the button. You're off. I think they tried that, but I think they have too much redundant miking. You would hear you would hear candidates' mics go from like a full sound to kind of like a hollow, like they're being picked up by the person's mic next yeah, to interesting. them. Step two, compliance belt. Yes. You keep talking, I hit you with 40,000 volts. Now I'm Bring listening. Bring you to your knees, wet in your pants, yeah. and or skirt. Um, Equal rights. Yeah, that, another complaint I heard from a lefty pundit who, who said he, he really hated that because... You know, if part of the argument is Trump is out of control and wild and we're kind of like the grown-up, got-it-together party, everybody yelling and talking over each other kind of is more in his wheelhouse of, of chaos. And great point. Like that. Great point. Yeah. Absolutely true. There's Marshall Phillips. What do you got coming up in your news, buddy? Well, the Dems debate and food fight last night. We will get into it. President Trump finger-wagging meeting with Russian President Putin. And uh, how old is the average car in the U.S. these days? Coming up. Boy, there were a couple of really old people on that stage last night. Really yep. old. And they looked that old. It I'd sounded that old. Although, clearly, in the battle of the octogenarians, or damn close, uh, clearly Bernie bested Biden, if, in my mind. If either one of them are... In terms of coherence yeah. and, and, and forcefulness. And, well, he's playing the same songs for 30 years. Well, right, exactly. At least he's got his song down. Yeah. Right. Biden, Biden, I'm telling you. Well, I've told you for some time. Biden is bad at this. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, June 28th, year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, let's begin promising everything to everyone, regardless of cost, precisely according to FCC. We, did we, already, that, did, right. we already did this. We, we already did, did. This is what happens when you're sick. Jack is very <laughs> ill. I did it twice. I'm very sick. <laughs> Yeah. Did you want to hear this again? Oh, boy. I emerged from the debate last night just exhausted. And now I remember why. Now perhaps we could get some headlines for Marshall. We already did that. Did so. we? Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> nothing left to do. Do I need to host the show? I Call 911, Sean. I think you've been I'm, wrong. I'm sick and Joe's not paying attention. I got PTSD oh from the, the debate last night. Either of you smelling toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How's the mailbag look? Oh, I, what now? Yeah. yeah, it's great. Super. 
And we got more clips oh, of the debate. Do, do, do we have clips of the week? Yeah. Oh, my golly. Oh, Positive Sean's been ahead. very busy today. Cow is next. It's going to be quite the show. Stay with us, the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Talking about the personalities and the quirks and the who did this and that and hey, did you see? I, I love that stuff about the debates, but you cannot get past. You had 10 people on stage. Everybody believed it shouldn't be illegal to cross the border and they, everybody should get free government health care, including illegals. Right. That is that is got to be the headline out of that thing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. I think Republican strategists are vibrating with excitement and they have those uh, those tapes and they will be playing them. Until you have them memorized. Mailbag, coming up in a moment or two. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Praising and coddling individuals who made it their life works and built their reputation off of segregation. When authorities found the messed out squirrel, they released it into the wild. So now... The woodland creatures have a new friend who never sleeps and is going to steal the moose's Xbox. (laughs) Neither Iran nor any other hostile actor should mistake U.S. prudence and discretion for weakness. Never can Iran have a nuclear weapon. You're scaring the children. You don't look at your messages. You don't listen on your microphone. Uh, doing so would be super problematic from for a lot of different reasons. Recognize I'm not that the you're first not going to really believe me that, on this. Yes. No, I get this I once don't, a week. I don't believe you. The 2019 Kia NBA Most Valuable Player goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Scamp the Tramp was crowned the world's ugliest dog over the weekend. They knew it was a no-brainer when the other dogs started sniffing its face. Cada votante necesitamos la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar. Pues la situación ahora es inaceptable. Control room, we've got Con- We have the, I think audio. we heard, yeah, we have the audience audio. <laughs> we are, What's happening? We are hearing our colleagues' audio. I, if the control room could turn off the mics. Yeah, if the if the control room can turn off the mics of our previous moderators, we will. I think it's the prior moderators. What was that term Rachel Maddow used? Uh, contrary audio? Is that what she yelled? We have control room. We've got contrary. We have the. I think we heard. Host. Yes, contrary audio. Anytime any noise escapes on this show, that's the term I'm going to use. I got to remember that. <laughs> lot less contrary audio. Lot less Spanish last night. And Buttigieg was asked to speak Spanish, so yes, he was, and so. he uh, performed quite nice. A lot less Spanish last night, which is a lot just... more socialism, a lot less Spanish. Yeah, how interesting. We we traded uh, Spanish for Russian, as it were. Hey now, hey mailbag. <laughs> Freedom loving quote of the day from Samuel Adams in a letter to John Pitt in 1776, passed along by Federal Libertarian. How strangely will the tools of a tyrant pervert the plain meaning of words? 
Known in 1776 and known by George Orwell, the first thing you do is you change the meaning of words. Forced confiscation and redistribution becomes fairness. For instance, here's a nice note. You already have an international show from Kate in London for now. As I was leaving a show in London last night, I did a double take when I spotted this youngster. He appears to be a strapping young man in a stupid should hurt t-shirt. Uh, let's see. They uh, chatted for a while. Uh, big listeners to the show enjoying London, England. And uh, blah, blah, blah. And they took a pic and sent it home to Dad. And everybody's happy. So that's nice. Picture's kind of small. I'll let you look at it in a minute, Jack. You don't like? Why, Joe, where would one find a T-shirt that says stupid shit hurt? Do I need to make one myself? Says the uh, the producer, because the host is an idiot. Thank you, Sean. Uh, yes, go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got all sorts of merch. We don't flog it. Uh, we should, probably. Um, in fact, we really, really should uh, flog it and try to sell as much as possible. Uh, for reasons I can't really get into. Oh, but... it's a profit deal. Ah, well, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's more complicated than that. Proof that Joe is truly a Neanderthal. Uh, Faggity Dom, a friend of Armstrong and Getty over uh, 10 years, um, they went to Houston's Museum of Natural Science, and there's an early man exhibit with a Neanderthal. Uh, there's me, Jack. There's the Neanderthal. The uh, the broad yep. nose, the fl- the uh, uh, supermodel like fleshy lips. You look uh, very similar. Uh, you're holding up the same picture twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, some, more on that to come. More on that. Armstrong and Getty. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. There's the spectacle of last night's debate and the personalities and the game of it and everything like that, which I'm usually focused on. Mm-hmm. Man, the policies stand out more than ever before. Holy cow. You cannot say Demo- Democrats and Republicrats or whatever. There's no difference between the parties. Or Whoa. Erase yeah. the border and free health care for yeah. everyone, including illegals. That is, a, that is a major change. I would say, yeah, it was funny. I was veering back and forth being exhausted by the... The chaos and stupidity of it, and then just being horrified by the policies of it. Well, let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Yeah, the gloves came off last night during the second round of the Democratic presidential candidate debates. Frontrunner Joe Biden finding himself the target of a number of attacks. California Senator Kamala Harris challenging Biden's statement about successfully working with segregationist senators to get things done and demanded. Do you agree today? That you were wrong to oppose busing in America. Then, no. Do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a oppose. failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second the, class to integrate Berkeley, but, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local that's decision. that's where the federal government must be. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. You got the wrong book, Marshall. That's why we need to pass the ERA. The ERA and busing, that was from the 75 debate. No. Stop Ford Ford and Carter. No. Nobody's talking about busing and the ERA (laughs) now. You know what, Joe, uh, old Uncle Joe was in a bad position because you, I mean, there is a defense for what he did when he did it. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty good solid defense. But it takes a little explaining. And we're shouting, um, you know, truisms and 
and, and heartfelt uh, aphorisms and slogans gets the crowd riled up. A careful explanation of, no, if we had implemented that at that time, there would have been a backlash so enormous it would have set back the effort. Busing was also un overwhelmingly unpopular right. in America in right. both parties. Right. So her trying to shame him to be in the tiny minority of people who thought that was a good idea. Which would have caused right. enormous riots. It's, it's a yeah. weird situation to be yes. in and the crowd's laughing. Yeah! I'm on the side of the woman who like 10% of America agreed with. He's right. practically a Klansman. Um, <laughs> so anyway, there was a good solid defense for that, but man, it's tough when you're having to explain something of with subtlety like that. Right. And having said that, Joe did a terrible job. No, it was busting by the Board of Education, or, or by the, the, the Department of Education. Right. While we're on, that, well, no, no, right. no, 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 Uncle Joe. While we're on the topic of subtlety, and particularly Joe Biden's deal with that, he, he kind of half-heartedly raised his hand on all those raise your hand if. He kind of like looked around and put right. his hand up a little bit or kind of got their attention Ooh. because these are incredibly complicated questions and a yes-no answer is not sufficient. Right. And and But everybody else was smart enough, I guess, to just, say, <laughs> just to say, look, I understand the way it works, so I'm going to go all in on right. this. And then I'll get to explain in the spin room what I meant. Whereas he wanted to say, well, yeah, I am kind of, but what about this? Because they're not yes-no questions. No. They're no. way more complicated right. than that. I, I've seen a lot of people on both sides of the aisle saying, yes, no questions, or raise your hand if have got to go. Because it's just unfair to the candidate, and what's well, unfair to the viewers. Sure. Because there's no way they can answer the question honestly. There's all kinds of caveats with this. That's so. politics, though. You dumb it down, man. But, dumb, dumb, yeah, dumb. I'm not here for fair. I'm here for conflict. <laughs> Biden wasn't real, willing to go along with that game and just say, oh, yeah, absolutely. I right. care for illegals. Absolutely. Right. You know, that brings us to my favorite comment on the debate so far from Joe in uh, Flint, beautiful Flint, Michigan. Joe has one of those long Polish names that I grew up with in Chicagoland, more more uh, consonants than a game of Scrabble. He says, watching this debate was like remembering when I used to, as a kid, catch frogs in the swampy grass that grew above our septic tank. Fun as hell, but looking back, disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier on in the debate, California Congressman Eric Swalwell opened things up against, against Biden with this comment. I was six years old when a presidential candidate came to the California Democratic Convention and said, it's time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans. That candidate was then Senator Joe Biden. Joe Biden was right when he said it was time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans 32 years ago. He's still right today. If we're going to solve the issues of automation, pass the torch. If we're going to solve the issues of climate chaos, pass the torch. If we're going to solve the issue of student loan debt, pass the torch. If we're going to end gun violence for families who are fearful of sending their kids to school, pass the torch. Swalwell's comments kicking off a shouting match on stage. Senator Harris, we will let you all speak. Senator Harris. You can't afford to wait for evolution on these issues. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. Yay. And as Craig, uh, our good yeah. buddy Craig, the healthcare guru, pointed out, since when is it the federal government's job to put food on your table? It's a metaphor for stop shouting over each other. No, yeah. it's, Fact not check. it's not the American yeah. government's <laughs> job to put food on the table. Fact yeah, that was a good line. She had that one prepared for the night before. That got that got good applause. Oh, yeah. And uh, as I don't know, Marshall's going to bring up her big line about I was that little girl. Well, they've always they've already got I was that little girl T-shirts in their front. 
fundraising. Yeah. Are they going to run on pro-busing? Is that going to be the issue? <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> Your kid will be forcibly bused to a different school district. One other note, Russian President Vladimir Putin's inviting President Trump to visit Moscow for the May 9th Victory Day commemoration. Kremlin spokesmen say the invite came as the two leaders met today on the sidelines of that G20 going on in uh, Japan. During that uh, that meeting, uh, one reporter at the summit asked uh, Trump if he was going to warn Russia not to meddle in the U.S. election. Trump, sitting next to Putin, turned to the Russian leader with a smile, wagging a finger, jokingly said, Don't meddle in the election. Smiles all around. There you go. It's settled. There you go. <laughs> How old is the car you're, dri- you're driving? A new report from IHS Market shows the average age of vehicles still on the roads hit a record of almost 12 years old. In 20- Average age 12? Yes. Wow. In uh, 2018, up from 10 years in 2009. They're crediting uh, the uh, longevity of the uh, cars sure. uh, to the improved uh, improvements of in quality, which have increased the average vehicle age over time. So anyway, if you're driving a car that's 12 years old, you're right in the norm. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips and the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And there's a, no matter where you live, there's a car lot out on the freeway, as far as you can see, just full of vehicles, mm-hmm. of new vehicles. And people are driving 12-year-old cars on average. Yep. That's, that, that's really something. You know, Donald Trump has got a tweet. car is 10 years old, I think. Well, yeah, no, it was in 09, so it was probably put out in 08, honestly. So, yeah, it's 10 to 11 years old. So, Trump just tweeted, I'm in Japan at the G20 representing our country well, but I heard it was not a good day for Sleepy Joe or Crazy Bernie. One is exhausted, the other is nuts. So, what's the big deal? Wow, now that's a summary. He did tweet last night, and he was absolutely right. All Democrats just raised their hands for giving millions of illegal aliens unlimited health care. How about taking care of American citizens first? That's the end of the race. If, if they stand by that position, it will be the end of the race. As a guy who despises identity politics, if if the Republicans are so stupid, and they probably are, that they don't go straight to black America and just hammer the hell out of that point. Yeah, your schools suck, and your towns are kind of rotten, and you need some economic development, and maybe some tax incentives. Ah, sorry, we don't have money for that, because we're buying health insurance for every single Central American who can sneak across the border. So, sorry about your schools. I mean, again, I really don't like that sort of politics, but there is an enormous opening for that. We got more on that coming up later. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. Be interested to hear what you what you, you think about things. And then, you know, you got to have uh, to make a uh, cartoon or, or use that CGI to, to to put out a campaign video of Joe Biden just dragging children off of buses and throwing them into the ditch. Oh my or God. just standing at the door of the schoolhouse barring black children from getting an education. Because that's what he was doing. Because that's what Kamala Harris has pretty much <laughs> described him doing. You having a good time, Joe? You know, the poor old son of a gun. He's old as the hills. It's tough to defend himself at this point. But he has been a leader in the Democratic Party for a lot of civil rights issues for oh, decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now he's being portrayed as a Klansman. That's got to be rough for the old fella. I feel bad for him. Yeah, that's a rough situation to be in. Uh, we got a lot on this throughout the morning and other stuff, plenty of other stuff. I want I want to hear more about Trump challenging Putin there. I've, I've read various accounts, and I'd like to have a better idea what happened. He wagged his finger, Jack. He wagged his finger. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll be on it. Armstrong and Getty.
Armstrong and Getty Show. So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me, please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes, and only love can cast that out. So I, sir, I have a feeling you know what you're doing. I'm going to harness love for political purposes. I will meet you on that field, and, sir, love will win. That, what, Let's harness love. Whatever. She, whatever. She is like a Saturday Night Live character. Can you play the first part of that again? That first like sentence was like, like something Kirsten Wig would have done on Saturday Night Live. So, Mr. President, if you're listening... I want you to hear me, please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes. Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me, please. We're going to harness love, <laughs> and we're going to put a bit in, mouth, in the mouth of love, then we're going to put the whip to love. I love harnessing it. And take it across the finish line. So uh, somebody or other by the name of Ellie Hall, she is a, uh, a journalist of sorts, um, it went to the trouble of going back and, and grabbing a bunch of... That was Mary Ann Williamson. She was on the stage for some reason last night. And she, she was made, a contest winner from how, the audience? Yeah, how did no, she qualify? No, Sean, that's incorrect. How did she qualify? She qualified. She's got this cult following among she's gurus, an, self-help authors. The goop crowd. Because, right, she's, yeah. a, because she's an Oprah thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, that sure as heck She's helped. an Oprah creation. But yeah. anyway, so this Ellie Hall went back and grabbed a bunch of her old tweets. Here are some of them. Yin is feminine, earth, I'm sorry, feminine, earth. Yang is masculine, sky. When God is seen as he, the soul is seen as she. Just archetypes. Spirit impregnates soul. Okay. I just figured it out. And Joe, you'll get this, Jack, you might not. She's the red priestess from Game of Thrones. Yes, she is. Absolutely. (laughs) There's power in King's blood. She's probably got a tweet that says that. Right. (laughs) Everyone feels on some level like an alien in this world because we are. We come from another realm of consciousness and long for home. Where the hell did that come from? You can can hear her throwing leeches into the fire as she says this stuff. Exactly. A gray sky is actually a blue sky covered up by gray clouds. A guilty person is actually an innocent soul covered up by mistaken behavior. That's nice. That's good stuff. I'm surprised Oprah's into her because she's pretty freaking wacky. You're a lamb. Mr. President? If you're listening. (laughs) You're a lamp. God is the electricity. You're a faucet. God is the water. You're a human. God is the divine within you. That's actually kind of nice. That's beautiful. I like that one. Um, How about this? But (laughs) She reminded me of like if you, you got a group of people together and there's one weirdo in your crowd. And so that weirdo says things like that at the dinner table at mm-hmm. restaurant, at the restaurant, and everybody, you know, everybody's polite, and then you just go back to your conversation and everything like that, and then she'll say something crazy again. And you go back to your conversation, you're, you know, you're putting up with it, and that's the way all the candidates and the moderators were last night. They'd let her say her crazy ass, okay, and then everybody right, just so like, that's why you burn sage, and we're going to go over here now. <laughs> Let's go back to the discussion. On the other hand, when enough minds are vi- vibrating on a high enough level, then all lower thought forms will fall of their own dead weight. Mm. Mr. President? I'm going to harness love. And Mr. President, love will win. Yes. Yes. Imagine yourself within a pool of light filled with love, greatness, creativity, and joy. Now see yourself stepping into it. And Wait a minute. It's within me and I'm stepping into it. This is a mind bender, baby. <laughs> and from the, the way that they were asking questions and the order they did the closing statements, I... I get that she was pulling ahead of Swalwell, like she wasn't actually in last place on that stage. Maybe, 
Maybe. Jeez. And they had Swalwell go before her on all sort of when they were working up to Biden being the last. Well, he's an interesting character. Um, you but, know, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I got a private message to my wife. We got to change our vacation plans. We were going to go see our son and play some golf and spend some time uh, kayaking and stuff like that. Instead, we're going to take the advice of Marianne Williamson and dance in the fields of infinite possibility. So I got to find the fields of infinite possibility on Google Maps. And then see if I can get a hotel room there. I think it's in one of the Dakotas. Dance in the fields of infinite possibility. You're out to eat with her and you think, ah, damn it, she's crazy. She's pretty hot, but she died. I didn't realize she's so crazy. Well, I guess that's the end of it. What kind of watch is that? She might might be rich. (laughs) Now now she's so completely crazy. So, Mr. President, if you're listening. Oh, (laughs) shut up! On the other hand, she did manage to cure a swine flu. God is big. Swine flu, small. See every cell of your body filled with divine light. Pour God's love on our immune systems. Truth protects. Swine from swine flu. Back back to busing in the ERA with swine flu. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, so, uh, hey, she's some sort of Earth Mother guru chick. Who got on stage. She made it up on stage at the Democratic Party. I think that's (laughs) saying something. Uh, and then she uh, brought her unique act to uh, to the rest of us. God, I w- that was quite something. I can't wait to see some polling um, uh, out of last night, whether it's just where the candidates are or wh- what people think of their positions. I mean, I- I'm 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 so lost. I should quit my job if if, if I'm wrong. That those are not even close to fifty percent positions in this country. Not even close. Yeah. Do away with the border in effect and free health care for illegals. Although and you know it's funny, Uncle Joe is a victim of this. Um because y- you have your your vanguard of a particular radical policy and they'll say this stuff out loud. And it's nuts and it's unpopular and the rest of it. But once they say it out loud, those who are kind of thinking it but not willing to say it loud start to murmur it. And the people who are easily swayed start to think, oh, well, I don't want to be called a racist or anything. So they're either quiet or they kind of go along to get along. And these things move along. And, and before you know it, their policy. There's driver's licenses for illegals. Right. I mean, stuff Bernie's proposing a dozen, 15 years ago was laughable. He'd be hooted out of any debate or meeting or whatever. And now he's got a constituency for it who, who apparently are not able to do math, but you know, in his defense, the uh, both parties have done a miserable job solving uh, even the problems the federal government ought to solve. So oh, people are looking to some radical solution. There's no doubt about that. Bert, Bernie's uh, suffering from the fact that there's a lot of younger people on the stage with the same positions as him now. Playing his songs. Yeah, so when he was running against Hillary, you know, he was such a stark contrast to that, and everybody could grab it. But now you got other people that are younger and just, you know, hipper, more of the now, and uh, and saying the same thing. So, I don't know, that's tough for him. Boy, the, the two old guys could, could disappear. Yes. yes. And that'd be something. Then it's, yes. boy, then it is truly, truly wide open. Yes. Kamala and Liz. Maybe Pete. But uh, I, I got a sense of these things, and I think Pete is fading. But we'll see. He came off as very, very normal. I'm just not sure that that tone works anymore. That would have been a great debate performance in, like, 1992. Yep. When people talked like that. But people don't talk like that now. A little too weak, a little too self-effacing. So this ought to lay this to rest. This is the best one of these I have ever heard in my life. The question of whether uh, Facebook, Instagram, similar apps are listening to us or not. This is from Chris. 
My wife and I are in the car the other day talking about some centerpieces for an upcoming event. The pieces are shaped like uh, medium-sized balls, a little bigger than a baseball. My wife's trying to figure out how to keep them from rolling around. She said, well, we could shave the bottom of the balls. We had a bit of a laugh. Approximately 20 minutes later, there was an ad on her Instagram. She is a woman now, fellas. Keep this in mind for Manscaped.com, which is men's shaving, men's shaving devices for the family jewels. We could not stop laughing. It's just a coincidence. Right, it's right. It's just a coincidence, or it was on your mind, so you noticed it. It's... Or you'd been t- tweeting a lot about that, or texting, or sending pictures of men's testicle shaving devices. I'll tell you what it's not. As a woman. What it's not. There's only one thing it's not. Google or somebody listening to your phone. Absolutely not. We would not do that. Um, (laughs) So, Mr. President, if you're listening. If you're listening. She's hilarious. (laughs) I'll tell you what. So, if the two old guys flag, and then it's a wide-open contest, is is Gavin Newsom going to sit by and let... Kamala Harris is going to be president? I ain't letting this happen. Or even Hillary Clinton. She just said, wait a second. Hillary, stop bringing her up. I'm asking you, please, in the name of all that is decent, (laughs) stop bringing that woman up. Armstrong and Getty.